1: Recorded live.
2: Hello, everyone. This is Stacey Hall, and it is a joy to have you all here with me today for uh, how to love ourselves and get past our disappointments. I am a certified life coach, natural therapies coach, and aromatherapy coach, and a licensed spiritual healing coach. My website, if you want to know more about me, is cheese. C H I as in energy, dash T O dash B E dot com, she to be, as in the energy to be successful, to be joyful, to be happy, to be loving, to be loved. It all requires a high vibration of energy. I'm going to mute the phone lines. If you are on a speaker phone, I'm going to ask if you would to keep your phone muted at your end because we're going to be doing coaching during the session, uh, actual interactive coaching, whether you choose to speak with me or you just choose to receive what's going to happen during this call, you're going to want to be in a place of peace, and quiet, that will support you in having these breakthroughs. Now, so, um, again, if you've got noise around you, you may want to move to another location. You may want to ask people to support you in staying away from you for the next hour so that you can be in peace and quiet. Uh, if you're driving, that's fine. Um, I would suggest that you come back and listen to the recording later, though, Because uh, there'll be times when I'll be asking you to shut your eyes and write things down so you can receive and envision that you'll get the most out of this call if you have the opportunity to be in a quiet space with just you and your spirit being able to break through the disappointments that have filled your life in the past. So I'm going to go ahead and unmute the lines. And again, my request is, that if you are on a speakerphone or you're driving, would you please
0: unmute your phone? I mean, please mute your phone. All right. So I can
2: tell that somebody is on a speakerphone. Hopefully they just muted themselves. And... Uh, Thank you, because we have a lot of people, hundreds of people actually, who are going to be listening to the recording. We want to keep it as clean and fresh for them. And also for you when you go back to listen, because this is a coaching session that I'm counting on will make a huge difference for you all throughout your life. Because it isn't just one time that we hear something new and it makes a change in us usually. Neuroscience says, that we must have focused attention on something we choose to change. And that focused attention has to last for 60 to 180 days. 60 to 180 days of all day long focused attention before we are able to change the neural pathway. That created the experience we're having in the first place. So let's get started. I'm going to ask you all to take a moment and consider the earliest disappointment that you ever experienced. The earliest disappointment you've ever Experience. I'm actually going to ask you to relive it, so I'm going to be quiet for a full
0: moment. As you're reliving it, identify
2: how old you are. This is the earliest one you can remember
0: of being disappointed. How old were you? Who was involved? I, I'm
2: asking, I can actually hear someone moving around. So that means that you're probably on a speaker phone or you're on your computer speakers that's you. Would you please mute at your end?
0: Thank you. Who was involved? Okay, as you're considering this disappointment, I'd like you to consider how many times in your life you felt the same way. Does it happen often? Is there someone in your life who continuously disappoints you in the same way? Is it different people that you interact with that create disappointment? know we're starting this call off in a very disappointing
2: way and it's because being able to identify the earliest time that we felt disappointment will give us full access to being able to change our life. So I'm going to unmute all the lines now. Hopefully anybody who is on a speakerphone or a computer speaker has muted. And I would like to know, I would like to share a story with you about my own life and how I came to know that this experience of disappointment begins at a very early age and how that experience in my life gave me access to doing things differently, seeing things differently, and no longer living in a world where I attract disappointment. Would you like me to share my story with you? Yes. Okay. Yes. If only... <laughs> Maybe all of you are still muted at your end. Um, but I'm, if it's okay, I'm just going to go ahead and share my story. And in doing so, there might be something there for you and there might not be, but that's okay because after I share my experience, I'm going to check in and ask if there's anybody who would like me to support them in moving past their experience of disappointment. So I was going to be six years old. My birthday was coming up. And I went to the store with my mom. She took me to the store. Now, there was a other child my age that I often played with when my parents got together with her parents. Her parents and my parents were best friends. I did not like her. Not at all. And I wound up having to play with her often because our parents got together often. Well, when we went to the store this day, I remember it was Robinson's in Van Nuys, California. And my mother took me over to the watch counter. And there in the display case was a Cinderella watch, a Mickey Mouse watch, and a Donald Duck watch. And with each of the watches, there was a figurine, a ceramic figurine. Gosh only knows what those things would cost today. My mother said to me, and I'm going to change this girl's name. We'll just call her um Claire. That wasn't her real name. But my mother said, Claire's birthday's coming up. Which one of these do you think she would like? And remember, I didn't like this girl. And I fell in love with the Cinderella watch and my birthday was coming up. And I didn't want her to have the same watch that I wanted. Now, mind you, I never told my parents which one I wanted. But that's because I wasn't asked. I was only asked which one I thought Claire would want. I told my mother the Mickey Mouse watch she would want the Mickey Mouse watch. Okay. My mother buys the Mickey Mouse watch. And being six years old, I didn't know when her birthday was or when the party was. I didn't think about it again until my birthday when I was presented with my gift, and I opened up the box and you guessed it, was not a Cinderella watch or a Cinderella figurine. It was Mickey Mouse. And in that moment, I was about as disappointed as any child could ever be. But I wasn't disappointed with the gift. I was deeply disappointed with my selfishness.
0: Myself. And what I decided on that day was
2: that I deserve to be disappointed. It was like a pact I made with myself. And my life played out to fulfill that pact in many, many ways including reaching the pinnacle of success after the success, well, as a result of the success of my first book, I had an overnight success. But that went right up against this pact I had made with myself. that I was to be disappointed. So I created ways, subconsciously, of course, to lose that success. So much so, that the success was so big that I actually turned on myself and I became ill. Now, none of this was conscious. But I became ill for two years and three months and I relinquished the shares of the company I started to my business partner and wound up in a deep depression for two years. In three months. I know these dates. Anybody who's listened to my calls before knows it was January 28th, the day I moved into my house. That was the Elton's first house my husband and I bought. And <laughs> I couldn't even enjoy my first house as the movers pulled up. I was unable to get up off the floor to let them in. And I stayed there till March of 2000, not on the floor but mostly in bed till March of 2007 when I finally got mad at God. And I yelled and I screamed and I said, what have I done that I deserve all of this disappointment, this hurt, this upset? I'm a good person. I've never hurt anybody intentionally other than myself. I'm tired of it. I don't deserve it. And with that, I received an inspiration that it was going to change. It was going to be different. And that if I just watched, God would be sending me miracles and guidance. And from March 2007 to today, my life looks significantly different than it did. And I now believe that I deserve all I desire. And there might be some awarenesses for me to learn. There might be some training for me to do in order to be able to manage all I desire. And I deserve it and it's coming to me. So I'd like you to consider now that earliest disappointment that you wrote down, that you thought about, at the beginning of our time together today. And what did you decide about that
0: earliest disappointment that kept making it return
2: over and over again through your life? I'm going to introduce to you Brenda Wiener. She's Cheetah Be Certified Coach. In other words, she's been certified in my coaching process. Brenda, hello. Welcome to the call. Hello. I'm curious. Do you want
1: to share about the disappointment that you can remember, your earliest disappointment? Um, I will, and I'm just going to put a disclaimer on there. I'm probably going to get pretty emotional. <laughs> okay. Um. It was, it's interesting you talked about your birthday party, Stacey, um, or your birthday at age six or seven. And I believe that was probably, um, I, I had to have been in that six or seven am age. I know that my grandmother died right after I had turned five. So, and, so it just, as a reference, I, I so I, I think I was six or seven when this happened. Um, And I had invited a girlfriend, just one, um, to stay overnight for my birthday. And I was anxiously waiting. I can still see the couch. I can see the room. (laughs) I remember just, you know, being really excited and kind of just being bouncing off the wall, so to speak. And um, my mom had to come and tell me
0: that she had died in a car accident along with her mother. Oh. So it was um, a very, um, a
1: very, very big disappointment. And you talked about the being selfish. Um, you know, and so part of me didn't feel like how how can I be upset about her not being here? She's she's dead. And yet I was very, very disappointed. Um so it was um it was a very big disappointment and really ties into the um the um neural pathway of um that I've been that I identified back in April of 2016 about life or death and and how I have been making decisions from that standpoint. And I had forgotten about this incident until you talked about disappointments. So thank you for allowing me to make that connection um, on how that is... um, Another trigger that ties in ties in for me, it right? so did you make a pact with yourself
2: as a result of that absolutely
1: um that I could it, um, never to get excited um, that It didn't matter if we were going on a trip or, um, you know, whatever it was that I could never, ever get excited because it might not come to be. So, so definitely, I did make a pact.
2: (laughs) There we go. We do. We make pacts when we're young, in our minds, when we get disappointed. Because that's the first experience we've had, usually, with disappointment. Or if we can't remember the first experience, it's because it was so painful, we shut it out, and then we have a belief system that keeps attracting it. So I'm going to unmute all the lines now, hopefully anybody who's on a speakerphone, you're muted at your end. I would like to be of support to anyone who would like my support in looking at the disappointment you had, how it might have had an effect on your life, and then what can you do now to transform? So is there anybody who came to the call wanting to be able to release their disappointment? If so, would you say yes?
0: You may have to unmute your phone at your end so I can hear you. Yes. Yes. Okay. Somebody came through very loud
2: and clear. I don't know who that was, but if you're willing... Um, All I would want is your first name. I don't need to know anything else. Is there somebody who would like my support? I usually charge $350 an hour for private sessions, so you get it for free if you share today. Well, I don't know if I'm the one that came through. This is Saida. Hello, Saida. Wonderful to chat with you. Let's say you you. were. (laughs) Let's say you were. (laughs) All right. What was, what, how old were you? You know. When you experienced your earliest disappointment. I don't remember the earliest disappointment. And listening to you talk, I do remember my earliest affirmation that I didn't deserve. And, um, my family was lower income, uh, struggling to get through. We had, um, I have four sisters. We had health issues and stuff, so my parents were pretty much strapped. And um, I just remember always being told to share and to um, give to others, uh, not not ask for things. I don't know if that was actually told or um, or just implied. But obviously, I got the impression that I didn't deserve anything special and don't ask for anything special. And um, when you were talking, I remember a friend of mine, and we were in Bluebird, so I had to be first and second
3: grade, um, invited me to um, her house to have a sleepover. And she was on the other
2: side of town, you know, big two-story colonial, very,
3: very well-to-do. And um, I got to go. And then when it came time to spend the night and
2: sleep, she had a big plush bed. And, of course, I was
3: small. So I, I imagined it being huge and big feathered-down comforters. I mean, just everything you see in the movies. And um, her mother
2: said that I was not allowed to sleep in the bed, but there was a day, like a bench up against the wall, and she gave me a blanket and a pillow that I could sleep on that bench in her room, but not in the bed with her. And I remember thinking that I wasn't good enough to sleep in that big bed. And I did have a good time. During the day, but I could not wait to leave in the morning. I was even afraid to sit at the breakfast table, but she took that away from me too because I was allowed to sit at the window seat, not at the table. And so that was my earliest affirmation that I didn't deserve. It, and has it had an effect on you through the rest of your life? Oh, I can follow it all the way up to today and I'm 65. Saida, okay. on behalf of that woman who may not even be alive anymore, I apologize for
0: that experience and for what it left you with.
2: And thank you for telling so authentically your story to all of us. I'm sure we can all relate in some way, shape, or form. Thank you Somebody, so much. Yeah, are you willing to stay on with me and uh, allow me to be of support to you here? Absolutely. Okay. So what do you think with, as an adult now when you look back on that situation? What do you think might have been going on? Like I'm, I'm going to ask you to bring your powers of maturity to looking at that situation as if you were not in it. There's a woman, a mother who lives in this house. There's a young girl who lives in the house and there's someone who the young girl has as a friend who's... And the mother treats the friend this way. What do you want to say might have been going on for that mother with all the knowledge that you have now about life? Um, Well, I have five kids. And so I raise my kids a little differently than that. But I do have fears, had fears for my children for their health and safety. Um, I'm sure that I didn't pose a physical threat to this child, more of a social and... um, Okay, so not making it about you. What do you think this woman was thinking? That, That not knowing the type of home I came from
3: that I might be dirty, might have... Hey,
2: okay, that I'm really working with you here to make sure you don't bring I into it. I okay. said, imagine you're not in the situation it's some other person who was in that situation that you were in. What do you think this woman might have been thinking? Don't make it about you.
3: Um, fear of, the of her child.
2: So Fear. Do you think she was operating from fear? Correct. Got it. Did it have anything to do with you? No. Do you think her fears were created before you were ever born? Absolutely. With this maturity knowledge, the knowledge you couldn't possibly have had as a child, what has just happened within your own body and your own awareness about that situation? A major release and understanding. I mean, I, I remember the, the incident, but never remembered it with a, a clarity of a mother for a child, um, only at a personal level. And um, like a heaviness has been lifted, you know. But definitely a deep understanding uh, that it was not me and it was this woman's raising or beliefs or whatever and how we carry that. Obviously, she carried it and shared it with me, and so now I'm going to let it go. Beautiful. And in the letting go, what is a true affirmation that you could create for yourself? Who are you truly, Saida? If you said, I am. What is the truth about you, your spirit, the way God created you? Well, I am deserving of all good and kindness and um, understanding. Okay. It- I'm going to encourage you to write that down. Release the disappointment. Tear it off if you wrote it down. Okay. This is the new pact that you are choosing to make with yourself. Absolutely. So as I mentioned at the beginning, neuroscientists now know 66 to 180 days of focused attention all day long all day long to transform an old thought pattern, which when we're young actually becomes PACT, P-A-C-T, PACT with ourselves, into a new pact about what's true. And I'm going to talk a little bit more in, in just a bit about the process that you could go through of creating this pact with yourself, the new one, to take hold, And be the truth for the rest of your life. Okay? Because what I know, the path that I've created is uh, quite a long since, but I am safe and I am happy and I am healthy and I am loving and I am loved and I'm a divine daughter of God. And this is what I say to myself every morning. I was a kid. If somebody had asked me what I wanted for my birthday, if somebody had just been straight up with me, I would have said so. And my feelings of not liking this other girl were legitimate. I was six years old. I'm not going to go into all the reasons why I didn't like her. I had some legitimate reasons. It wasn't pleasant to be around her. Nothing I did was really so bad. Malicious? Yeah, a little bit. I'm going to say it was. I didn't know how to deal with my feelings and nobody ever asked me about my feelings about her. And as I got older, I was able to see what it was about her that made me feel unsafe around her and uncomfortable around her. And then I was able to put myself in her shoes.
0: and to see how she was probably raised. And that a lot of ways, she was jealous of me.
2: And then I was able to release the upset around her. And I was able to be able to step in and say, I am deserving of all I desire. And I'm not affected. I am immune to the opinions and actions of others. And life has been significantly different since March of 2007 for me. And I wrote about this and I wrote about the process I went through and I laid out exactly how I did it because those were the instructions I got, I feel, from God so that others could follow the same process. So Sayida, thank you for your authenticity in stepping forward and allowing me to be of support to you uh, just check in. What? Where is your energy right now? Is it higher um, or lower than when you came to the call? Much, much higher. And, you know, let, let me say that this is what I love about your work because
3: I've done so much work, and I make I am statements, and I make affirmations, and I do all of that. And I just got, got a picture of
2: how very, very, very superficial it is because I didn't believe it because I didn't know where it came from. Um, even when I would say over and over that I am deserving or I am good, I feel totally different now knowing that that traces back to somebody else's belief way back there. It's almost like the, the plugs have been pulled and there's a chain reaction moving up through, through me that now when I make an I am statement, I know that I need to go back to the very beginning like you talk about and to understand and then to consciously understand and consciously release. So thank Beautiful. you very much. You're very, very welcome. It's been a joy having you in my previous coaching program. So you you, you do have the tools already, of course, to yes, keep and them they, going. They apply to so much of my life. I, I truly have enjoyed everything that I've ever done with you. I I am going to tell you my smile is so big I can barely talk and my heart is smiling from rib to rib. So thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm curious if anything is opening up for anybody who's been listening to me, Brenda, Saida. And if it's not opening up yet, you would love to be supported. I would love to to help you break through your disappointment, so you may have to unmute your phone line. If you'd like to step forward, I'm here. I would. Who's this?
3: My name's Tara.
2: Hi, Tara. Yes. Okay, is that T-A-R-A or T-E-R-R-A?
3: T-A-R-A. I,
2: okay, I'm. There's a little bit of breakup every time you start to talk. Did you say it's? T with Tom or C with her cat? T like Tom, Tara. Okay. All right, Tara, I'm here
3: for you. What would you like me to know? So this is the first time I've ever listened to you speak, so this is all new for me. But And I was a little bit late, but you're talking about thinking about your earliest disappointment. And I don't know. I remember my earliest hack, but I don't really remember the moment that it stemmed from. And I remember as a little kid, like a very little kid, um, just making a pact that I was always going to, you know, be good and, and loving to my children. And that I wasn't going to marry a bunch of different men and have a bunch of kids running around with different last names and have a broken family. And, of course, I come from a broken family. My parents were divorced when I was very young. My mom remarried. That they had a kid. That didn't work out and because um, it was an abusive relationship. And so it was a struggle for her. And so what I think that's done for myself and listening to this talk today and thinking about it, I think that, you know, it, by making that pact with myself, I've prevented myself from being um, completely transparent in my own relationships because I've always had that guard up. Um, I was I was married at a young age, had two kids, and we were divorced early at twenty three. And I'm thirty seven, and I've never been remarried, and never really felt like I deserved to be um, to have another relationship and and loved.
0: Thank you. And I just want to hold you. in My arms. Um, So, Tara,
2: with the eyes of maturity that you have now, when you look at the marriage your parents had or the situation that occurred, what could you say was going on in their marriage or what led them to marry each other?
3: What led them to marry you? each other?
2: Yeah, originally But they, you're, 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 the people who created you were married, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if you look at them with the eyes of maturity, not even as their child, if you can separate yourself out from that, what can you see looking into their marriage?
3: Uh, a A boatload of insecurity from both sides. Okay. So you inherited... Insecurity. Yeah, probably so. Well,
2: I'm gonna I tell you that's if if that's what you're able to see there, that's what transpired. Is you could feel as a child that it, your situation was insecure and not fully safe. Correct.
3: I would agree with that. Yes. Okay.
2: And I'm going to ask everybody just kind of hold the space here for Tara. Even if it's starting to bring things up for you, it's okay. It'll clear itself as I work with Tara. If you just really hold yourself here with her and me. If you have any distractions or you're on the speakerphone, please do mute your phone note to keep the light clear. So um, Tara, that's the path. That you unfortunately actually created with yourself. And I know it might seem really silly. Why would somebody create a pack to be insecure? It's because it was when you were so young and the brain was so mushy that hope equals insecurity. Tara, in order to keep the line free for you, I'm going to mute everyone
3: else. Can you tell me, are you where are you calling them from? Uh, my home in Louisiana. Yeah, I, I understand. It's it, <laughs> where is it? What Louisiana?
2: Is the, uh, is your is would it be Panhandle, Texas, by some chance?
3: Oh my, that's... my caller ID says that because I used to live in Texas.
2: And, okay.
3: But I live, I live in northeast Louisiana. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I'm
2: looking at what's calling it. But for right now, I think everybody viewed it, so we're good. Okay. Here you get that as a child, what got created was the equation of home
0: equals insecurity. Are you still there? Yes,
3: I'm here.
2: Okay. Can you say that home equals insecurity?
3: Home equals insecurity.
2: Yes. Yeah. As a child, that's what got created. That was the pact. The environment you grew up in at your earliest age was insecure. That's all you've ever known home to be. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. It's not conscious. It is deeply ingrained in your neural pathways. As you've gone older, you knew you didn't want that and you set about to make it different. Unfortunately, what most of us do when we don't want something is instead of envisioning what we do want, What we tell ourselves over and over again is what we don't want. So, for example, in your situation, you might have said, I don't want a broken home. I don't want to have numerous husbands. I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want that. That's not the same as telling ourselves over and over again, I want a secure, quiet, and peaceful home. I choose to be married to one person for my entire married life, which lasts for a long time. Can you hear the difference between the focus on what we don't want and the focus on what we do? Yes. Okay. So the good news is with the eyes of maturity and the spirit of maturity that you have now, you can begin to create the life you do want. So it would start with an I am statement today. So Tara, I'm not going to tell you the I am statement. I'm simply going to give you some suggestions for you and for everyone else. And it could sound like this. I am in a loving, mutually supportive relationship that is safe and secure. How does that sound to you
3: that would that sounds fabulous
2: okay, so I'm going to invite you to write it down. I am and the m is always capitalized a m because it's about your spirit and what your spirit
0: deserves I am. in, or you can even say I am joyfully experiencing
2: a committed, loving, and mutually supported romantic relationship that lasts the entire rest of my life and beyond, if you believe in the beyond. (coughs) I do. Okay. That could be the beginning of your I am statement. Which is the beginning of your new pact with yourself. And it's not like I just waved a wand and said this is it. You shall have it. (laughs)
3: Right?
2: I'm not a fairy godmother. And I do believe that you can do what I did. Which is Consciously focus on this for 66 to 180 days and put committed action under it. Committed actions, if you choose to. And you will start to see miracles occurring. They'll be very small at first. You go, Whoa, wow, that's never happened before. And then they'll start happening more and more. And by then you might think I'm a fairy godmother. But it's really (laughs) you making your pact come into reality. And I'm going to offer you this tip. If you don't feel like you can really believe it and hold on to it yet, then put before it this phrase, There is a real possibility that I am enjoying a mutually committed, mutually loving, mutually supportive romantic relationship for the rest of my life and
0: beyond with one person or with the same person.
2: There is a real possibility that because that will tell your mind Every time you say there's a real possibility of that, it tells your mind to start creating a new neural pathway. Scientifically proven. This is not woo-woo. So much science now on how the brain develops thoughts and patterns. And our thoughts lead to our actions. Actions do not happen on their own. They are the results of thought. Feelings get in the way of creating positive thoughts. But those feelings get generated by old negative thoughts. So it all comes back to the thoughts. Kara, how are you feeling?
3: I'm feeling, I feel like my heart is going to burst (laughs) With, with a relief that I'm may have a little more control over my circumstance than I thought that I did.
2: Actually, you have all, all of the power to change it. That often is the scary part, especially when we are just now becoming aware. I can remember what it was like when I was just becoming aware of the power of my thoughts and that, if I had known sooner, I would have thought differently sooner. So I'm going to share with you that, as I said, I wrote down in my book, Chi to Be, which you can find on my website or on Amazon, B E, the 11 ways that I feel God divinely inspired me to create my new thought pattern. And they work every time. And they're small activities I do every day. They, and I've been doing this now since March of 2007. And I can tell you there's no more than 11. Like I have not ever had a situation come up that at least one of those 11 didn't address. I've never said, hey, God, you didn't tell me everything. Like I got it all for me. And I promised. God, that if I was given this information I would write it down and I would share it with other people to help them heal their heart too so that's what I've been doing and Saina thank you for letting me know it's been a value to you Brenda thank you so much for letting me know that it was a value to you to the point where you wanted to get certified in how I coach people so yay and here the book is there for you too I will also tell you that sometimes I know we don't have time to read. Our lives are so busy. So I did create, this is not just for you, this is for everyone. I created what I call my 60-day program because it takes 66 to 180 days to change the thought pattern. And I acknowledge Brenda for co-creating it with me we did it together because it's always more fun for me to do things with others and it gave me an opportunity to practice with her and to make sure that it works and it does and then we brought in a group of people uh, who were part of the original group who we recorded the audio coaching sessions with and it worked for them everybody who chose to live into their new I am pack. It's worked for. There are people who decided they weren't going to keep that commitment to themselves. They still have access to the recording, so if they ever change their mind, it's there for them. I only offer this program to people who come to my coaching calls each
0: month. The link to access it is hidden.
2: The only way to get it is if you RSVP to this call on Facebook in the event notice, and the reason being is that I offer this program for a lot more money through other coaching services and other online sites, and I wanted to keep this program available to anybody who wanted it, and also because God gave it to me as one of the means for me to earn my livelihood so I can continue to do free coaching sessions, I wanted there to be an energy exchange for it. So for everyone on the call, I'm going to post the link at the end of this call to my Achieve Success in 60 Days or Less. That's what the name of the program is. Achieve Success in 60 Days or Less. It's 8 audio coaching sessions you can download, listen to them for the rest of your life. You'll have full-time, lifetime access to them. And Brenda and I actually guide you in how to use the 11 ways that God gave me and put them together systematically so that it's easy and you're assured that your new I Am pact will be a reality by the end of those sixty days, Tara, I'm just gonna put you on the spot since you were the last person I chatted with. Is there anything about what I'm sharing here that sounds like it could be of value to you? Oh yeah, definitely. I
3: <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, all of it really.
2: <laughs> okay, good. So I want you to know it's only ninety nine dollars, and it's eight audios as the basic program. And then you have access to a private group where Brenda and I hang out and we're there every day to answer questions, give you encouragement, support. There's no extra charge for that group. And we've even recorded a call on how to get started with the program, like shortcuts on how to get started with the program. So it's like the easiest program you could ever do. And it will apply to any goal that you have in your life for the rest of your life. Anytime you decide you're going to start something new, this would be the program you'd listen to to help you get it going so that it actually helps you achieve success. So if anybody is building a team a business they're a business builder, and you're doing programs on how to share with other people, you know that sometimes you might feel like your old disappointments get triggered. well you want to be able to live into your new reality, this is the program that goes along with all your other business building programs. If you are wanting to improve a relationship in your life, a personal relationship, and the person keeps triggering you over and over again, this would be the easy program to help keep your energy high so that they don't trigger you. And you can start having improvements in that relationship. In fact, one of the ways is to create a strategic attraction plan for transforming your relationship. We have all the power to control what we have in our lives. No one else controls us unless we give them that power. I know we've all heard that, but most of us didn't receive what I was fortunate to receive about how I could take control back of my life. And I was told to write it down and share it, so I am. Brenda, you co-created this program with me. I want to make sure I give you time to say anything you want to say about Achieve Success in 60 days or less.
1: Well, I would just like to say that it um, has just been a fabulous experience interaction that we get to have with each of the members that are part of our private Facebook group and who choose to participate in this program I continue to grow from their experiences and um, I can see from the results that they're getting that they're growing Um, and it it really is a community Um, so yes Stacy and I are there guiding um, each of you, and and I see a community developing and growing um, between each person that's part of the um, has chosen to participate in the program as well. So it it goes way beyond um, just Stacy and I being there for you as well. Beautiful,
2: thank you, Brenda. So I'm going to open all the phone lines, whether they're muted or not, at my end. And I'm just curious. Here we go. We're going to unmute all. Um, If you have a question, a comment for me or Brenda, if you didn't get what you came to the call for today,
0: we've got five minutes and the time is yours. Ask away.
2: What would you want to have heard me share with you that perhaps
0: didn't get answered yet? I, I see. Um, Monica, I I know you're on the line. Are you
2: there? Are you muted? Or can you chat with us?
0: Monica, yes. are you still muted?
2: Oh, There you are. Yes. All right. Yes,
0: here so, I
2: am. All right. Was there, what was the value for you out of our time together? Or what didn't you hear that you wanted to hear? My value was to... um, see the things through my own eyes and see how everyone else dealt with it. And it is things that I could actually relate to from being a child that have moved me forward to become the person I am and where I am today. So it was in great value. So thank you for sharing. It was beautifully put. Okay. I'm glad to hear that. And
0: there's anyone else, we've got just a couple of minutes before I wrap up. So if you're all feeling satisfied, would you unmute your line so that I
2: know that I got my job done? Help me know whether I got a job done or not for you today. Just say yes if you feel I got my job done for you today. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. 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 <laughs> Beautiful. Well then I'm gonna say it has been a joy. I have I'm in the process of Um, posting the link to achieve success in 60 days or less. Those of you who are already in the program and you use this call for an extra boost, thank you. Uh, I'll chat with you there. Those of you who haven't joined us yet, we look forward to welcoming you and being your support system for the next 66 to 180 days and way beyond. That, as we like to say, is the Chi. Bye,
3: everyone.